<sighs> All right, Mulligans and Hackers Golf, season three, podcast episode number two. Take, Take two. two. So for those of you that didn't check our socials, we did record this podcast about a week ago. <laughs> However, we ran into some technical difficulties where we may or may not have only had sound for half of the podcast. Right, Alvin? Amateurs. Yeah, amateurs. What we're, can you say? We're new at this. All right. So well, that was that was me. I did. Yeah. Oh, well, we're, we're learning out new things. Gives, exactly. It gives us a chance to be a little bit more organized here and have a couple more events to talk about. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no doubt. So last time we talked to you guys, we teed up our new season, um, season three, and we talked about what we were expecting, how we'd set the season up, where our golf games were at at that time going into the year. And I think we had the first two weekends, the first two rounds in by the time we did the first contest. I don't believe we did. Are you sure? Yeah, because it was a season preview. Was it a season preview? It was. So that means that after today, because today we played our fifth event, we have five events we need to talk about for this uh, this season. So yeah, we should talk about the events first. Yeah, and then we talk about where our golf game is going. Yeah, for sure. So let's uh, let's dig into the events. So season season three, event number one, we started down at Cottonwood. Uh, we had. Six, six, six guys. Six guys come out because uh, my co- uh, my cousin Jake came down with my brother Josh, and they came out um, with me, you, Dave, and Clark. Yep. Right? Yep. No sixes. So, and I, if I remember correctly, day one was a little, little cold. It was little... cold. It was, conditions weren't great. It was really chilly. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a typical May round, let's say, yeah. for here. It, it wasn't beautiful by any it was means. Sprinkling but... a little rain. Kind of similar to today's round, maybe. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, so the six of us uh, split into groups of three. We went out for our round. Uh, I played with uh, Jake and Josh, and you played with Dave and Clark. Mm-hmm. And how'd it go? Well, Clark finished first. So, opening event. Defending uh, champion. Defending champ, poor conditions. He won with an 85 plus 19. Yeah, pretty solid. For, for the day, for the, for the conditions. All things considered, and first time of the year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, early in the golf, really early in the golf season. Uh, so Clark comes up with a W on opening day. Uh, you finish second with a plus 20. Yep. Tied with Dave. Right. also had a plus 20. Yes. And that was his first day out. Yeah. We yeah. already had a few rounds in by then. But well, well, as we know with Big Dave, he's, he, he can... <laughs> He can strike. He, he can, can strike. Again, he's, we were talking about that today. He had a win in season number one and a win in season number two. It's true. So he's, he's kind of like a cobra. He can strike at any time. So then I finished in fourth with a plus 21. Again, only two, two strokes behind you. Yep. Uh, Jacob then came in with a plus 23. So he was in it. He was in. That, that was the first event that he's played in that he had a legit, legit chance, chance to win. Yeah. 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 Um, and little Josh, he finished with a 112 plus 46. Yeah, so that that finished our opening day. Uh, Clark gets the W. Yeah. Um, so he gets a thousand points. So that's how the stats, is, the standings are. Yeah, he jumps out to an early lead in the in the chase for the cup. Yep. So then, as is customary on our opening weekends, we had our second event, 
on the following day. Typically, we only have one one a weekend usually, except for our opening weekend Mm -hmm. and our majors and championship. So, day number two, we got a playoff in Clark. Yeah, and day number two's conditions were very different. Like, it was a beautiful day out there that day. It it was like someone flipped the light switch on and and this became beautiful outside. So, So we had uh, eight guys on day number two. That's right. So, because Kevin and his son Marcus joined us. So we had the playoff, and you ultimately won in the playoff on the hole number nine, correct? Yes, we we went to play hole number nine. Our group, uh, if I remember correctly, me, you, Josh, and Jake all played in a group. We finished first. Um, it sounded like Clark was having quite a day, so I, I you know, we had already put our stuff away, thinking that he he had already won. Um, and then once they get the scorecard, I was like, well, I guess we got to go back to the carts. So went and picked up my stuff. We drove out to nine. Um, Clark hit, uh, Clark went first. He chunked his tee shot about halfway, halfway up on the par three, which is, it happens sometimes on that hole because it's such a pain in the butt. Um, and then I got up, I hit mine onto the green in good shape. Uh, if I remember right, Clark said, well, you've already won now. And I was like, well, you never know, man. So he gets up there. He hits a beautiful chip, puts it on, gives him a look at par. So I have a birdie putt. I miss the birdie putt by, I think, a couple inches. Clark concedes that putt for me, gives me my par. And he has his chance at par. He ran it right by the hole, did not miss by much. He gave it, an, he, he gave it every chance to go in the hole. He wasn't going to leave it short. Um, and ultimately, that gave me my first win of the year, and uh, gave Clark uh, a loss and, and put us at the tie after two events. Yep. So uh, well, no, 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 no. Put him, put him. We fifty points behind him yes. after two events because, because we I tied on the first together. First and you guys finished plus fourteen, so five strokes better than Clark's win opening day. Correct. And, and eighty, and, and I mean anything around an eighty or below is is quite good, right? Yeah. So then uh, Gabe came in third again. Yep. So two, two straight third place finishes for that guy in his first two rounds of the year. Good for him. He, he finished at plus 16 as well, which wasn't bad. Yes, 82. That's a solid round. Um, I came in fourth again, plus 23. Kevin came in with a plus 30. Jacob came in with a plus 32. Wasn't quite as close as he was on day one. Uh, Josh finished with a plus 40, and Marcus finished with a plus 40. Yep. So after opening weekend, Clark, Clark led in the case for the cup. Yep. With uh, 1,900 points, you are 50 points behind him, 1,850. Yep. Gabe, 1,650, solidly in third, and I was 1,400 in uh, fourth place. Correct. Jacob was at 1,100 points. Josh was at 850. Kevin was at 600. Mark is at 350. Yep. So that's after opening weekend. First two dates in the books. Yep, you betcha. So then we got back at it. Um, I think the following weekend was, was a long, long weekend, weekend. We so we took a break. So then the weekend after that, it was just the core four. Yeah, so the core, the core four. You meet Clark and Dave. Yeah, you meet Clark and Dave. We went out for uh, event number three. Yep, and uh, so Clark gets his second win. Yes. So he finishes with plus eleven and seventy-seven. Yeah, really good so round. That's a good round. We're starting to get in the seventies here. Yep. We're starting to get in the seventies consistently now. So we'll talk about that later. So he's seventy-seven plus eleven. Um, I finished second with a plus 13 at 79. I broke 80. And I, yeah. I think that was my first time breaking 80 this year. Yeah. Um, 
You finished third with an 89 plus 23. You kind of. I didn't have a good day. I was, I was never really in it that day. Yeah. And Dave finished with a plus 29. There we go. Four, four. So now the standings look like um, Clark has two W's after three events. So he's at 2,900 points. You still sit in second with 2,650. Dave's still in third with 2,350. And I'm in fourth with 2,300. Yep. So there we are. And that was after, that was after three. Yes. So round four was our first event of our um, tour uh, of our in-town our, our in-town mini tour. They used to be our out-of-town events. So this year, we're doing um, tour. this year it's the Medicine Hat Tour. So it, it, it's still for the Purple Sombrero, the first exactly. event in the race for the Purple Sombrero. Also worth double points. You played Medicine Hat Golf and Country Club. And Dave, unfortunately, is... He was a last-minute scratch, uh, scratch because he, he's, he's having some back having issues. some back issues. So he's missed a couple of events, which we wish you Yeah, we hope you, and we wish you a speedy recovery, buddy. And uh, we want you back out there because uh, you're in the life of the park. So we play Medicine Hat. Yep. Medicine Hat, uh, traditionally a course that eats me up. And it's long. And it's long. Yep. Um, last year, I think, on some of the podcasts, we talked about breaking 100 for the Albinator. Right? That's my goal, to break 100 there. But the way my game is now, I wasn't really concerned about breaking 100. I thought I could do it and do it relatively easily. Yep. And I, I did. So after Medicine Hat, um, you picked up your second W. Yes. Which was huge for you because it worked all over the points. Right? So you finished with a plus 20 uh, at Medicine Hat. Yes. And I, if I remember right, my only, my only wayward shot of the day that I really had an issue with was on the last par five. And I went right into the trees off the tee. And, and surprisingly, my driver was clutch all day. I didn't miss many shots with the I driver. I was pretty accurate. Again, for all three, for three of us there. Yeah, off the tee box was not a huge issue. For no, we were never really in, pro in in problem territory, right? And on that hole, I think we all kind of ended up in similar areas. Yep. Yep. And I took a six iron. I wanted my plan was just to run it up the run it up the uh, run it up the fairway and just give myself a look on the third shot. Well, I hit a six iron and a cut just a little bit, hit a tree, came directly backwards, ended up in somebody's yard. Well, I ended up having to take a draw, and then I I. Uh, Made my way up there, and I think I one-putted for a double bogey, which I absolutely had to have. I mean, a double's terrible, but I had to have the one-putt double bogey, which was huge, um, knowing that you were chomping, you were right there, right with me. And everybody, I think, was going into the final, where were we at here going into? Oh, yeah. So going into 18, I was at plus 19. You were at plus 20. And Clark was at plus twenty. Yeah, it was, it was anybody, really, anybody's really anybody's right tournament stretch, and it was, it was and it was cool because we kind of knew where we were. Yep, going into the last couple of holes. Yep. So you ultimately came out with a plus twenty victory. You shot a ninety-two. Yeah, but That's you made me have to make my my bogey putt in order, in order, in order yeah. to win on eighteen. Yeah. And Clark but again, ninety-two. Yeah. First time out at Madison Hat. Not this bad. year, yep. So I came in second yes. with a plus twenty-one. And my only bad shot of the day on the entire course that I would have wanted back was the tee off on the, the par three, where I kind of duffed it in front of the in the in the shit in front of the tee box and had to take the drop. Yes, that's the only one I would have loved to have had back. But I shot a ninety-three. For me, first time going out this year at Medicine Hat, 
shooting 93 plus 21. I'll take that every day. And quite honestly, um, like playing out there, our, our scores our scores are worse than bogey golf, but I think if we played there, you know, a couple more times, like as much as we play Plotwood, we'd be mid, mid-high 80s. Yeah. Like like yeah. we'd be in that 14 to 18 well, I mean, plus range. Because we know the greens, we're, even right off the top of my head, there's, there's three or four strokes that I could could have had back, like that t-shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? So that would have got you into the high 80s. Yes. And, right. and I mean, a lot of the strokes we lost were on the greens because yeah. they're not familiar with them. Yeah. The yeah. speed was a little different. Chipping, not the, short, the short game de- definitely needed some work because of how fast it was and, and how different the Yeah, the and, approach and we could stuff. see, we, we thought we saw breaks that maybe necessarily weren't there. We didn't know where the subtle breaks are. So And Clark came in third with a 96 plus 24. Yes. So after the first out-of-town event, which is the fourth event, um, you know, take over the lead because it was double the points. So... Yeah, and that was the first time, the first time since the first event of last year that Clark has not been in the in top first spot. Play, yeah, first place, yeah. So he's got a little bit of work to do now. Um, so you, you had, after that, you have 4,650 points. You mm-hmm. take over top spot. Clark drops back uh, 150 points behind you with 4,500. Um, I jump ahead of Dave because Dave didn't wasn't there and again I was worth double the points. So I was at forty one hundred points. And Dave sits at twenty three fifty after three events. So you took over the top spot. Yeah, and then that but so that brings us to today's event, which it was a miserably wet day out there. It was raining off and on and sprinkling. And traditionally our rounds in this kind of weather are just survival mode. Yeah. Uh, I don't play well in cold conditions. I don't play, play well in the rain at all. Um, and I went into with a different mindset this morning. Mental game, mental part of the game coming around. Uh, just go and play. Just yeah. go and play. Take what you're given. Go and play. And just go play. Um, and I picked up my first win of the season and my first win since the championship, uh, tour championship at the end of last year. Um, Shooting a solid plus nine seventy five. Yeah, which for given the conditions, scorching round. That absolutely one, absolutely one. Like scorching uh, round, and, and I mean no birdies on the day, but nine bogeys. But nine bogeys. Nine single bogeys. Yeah, that's no it. Dogs. Nine bogeys, nine parts. Yeah, I think we. I finished the first or the first nine at uh, plus three. Plus three. So it's three over, and then went six over on the back. Yep. Um, out of this world, just. Making the short game was really there. Every time I missed a green, the chip got me within to at least our territory. Yep. Um, again, I had a couple of you know edge burners. Um, but yeah, I'll take that W plus nine in the weather today. Yep. You, um, you ended up beating me out by one stroke. Yep. You came in second with uh, seventy six, which again in this conditions, <laughs> fantastic round. So well, you were at plus ten. I, sh- I shot a thirty eight on the front. So I was two behind you going into the back. Um, that quickly became, or no, that that quickly became one on ten, and then on eleven I had to take a drop, so I gave that back. Yep. So then it became two again. Twelve, um, I made. I was on the fringe on the par three, and I made a wicked putt to the same thirty. You did to, to to tie you, and I missed my par putt. That was one of the one of the edge burners I had on that. Yes, one. and I you had, you made a bo- you three putted. Yeah, I three putted right, for bogey. Three putted for bogey. 
So yep. we gave him two strokes back on the iron. I think we were tied. We were right? tied there. So we go to 13, which um, is about 175 yard par three for us. Yep. 170, 175 yard par three for us. And I hit, I, I took a nine iron. I hit a solid shot, but I leaped a little right and I ended up in the sand trap. And if you've ever played a cottonwood, <laughs> sand traps on a good day are not sand traps. <laughs> no, no, it, it was, they were solid mud. It took me two good swings to get out of there, and I wasn't it wasn't anywhere near the near the hole. Um, so then, you know, I'm three to the fringe, one long fringe putt, and then I missed a six footer, so I, I had a tap in for six. So I take a triple bogey, my only triple on the day, and you took a bogey. So the two strokes you're getting on me the whole before. So now you're back, and now you're two strokes back up, right? So then the par five. We both go out there. We both shoot a bogey. Number 15, it's a par four. You shoot bogey, I shoot par. So I've got it down to one stroke. 16 is a par three. Well, I push my tee shot wayward to the left. Got a, got a chip over the sand trap and then two putt for a bogey. Meanwhile, you were a little bit short. I was short on the You made a, short, a nice chip again yep. and then one putted for par. Yep. So we're back to two. Two, yeah. So we go to 17. I duck hook the shit out of my fit uh, out of my five hybrid and put it on number five fairway. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 165 yards from the hole. So I grab all, I, and you laid yours straight up the fairway. I grab my eight iron and I'm like, just get it up there close. Hit it beautifully on the green. Okay, so I two putt par, you make bogey. Yep, on, an, on an edge burner again. Well, but again, my, my approach shot. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and my chip shot to get it close, at least within bogey range, was came through. So I made the bogey. So here we are going into 18. And you, you, you have a one-stroke lead going into 18. Yeah. So I tee off first because I have honors. I hit my tee shot. Hole high, eight, eight to nine feet away from the hole off the, on the left side. You get up, you hit your tee shot. It's, it's, it's coming down the left side of the green, and all of a sudden it takes a massive pop into Bogey Valley. Into Bogey Valley, yeah. And I'm and I'm in Bogey Valley, and I'm I know I kind of know where we are in the score, where the score is. I, I didn't I didn't focus on it, but I kind of knew where we were. So Bogey Valley is a tough valley to get out of on on that part. Yeah, because it's got it's got thick clover, yeah. So clover. it's not always easy to get the ball up and down from there. And I made my chip, and I put my chip to within two and a half, yeah, two feet. That was make a little spot for you on yeah. that day, easy yeah, one, it, right? Yeah, I was just it was a foot and a half, two foot putt that I knew I and no breaks, straight in, didn't have to do a lot with it. So I knew the car putt was there. Yeah. So I step up to my birdie putt. The line was good. I think I ended up about six inches short, just because the, the greens are running a little bit slower. Tap in for par. You miss your, or you make your par to secure the win. And I gotta say, um, I played. I, I think I played great today. You played absolutely lights out, and you earned that victory. I did earn that. So victory. I mean, when you lose like that, I don't mind. Like if we're in the mid eighties and we both play like shit, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. One of us should have won. But we we totally battled, and again, mid seventy wins. The the unbelievable rounds. That's the best round of the year on the tour. Like yep. on a tour yep. date, right? Like those are those are the two best scores on a tour date. Yep. So so then after after today, 
Uh, Chris, you're still in first place. Uh, 5,550 points with two Ws in five events. Uh, Clark is in second, 5,300. So he's uh, 250 points behind you. Yeah, I did gain 100 on him today. Yeah, and I gained on both of you, uh, but I'm at 5,100 points now. So only 200 points behind Clark and 450 behind Yep. So now because we have the core four, the ability to move up and down the leaderboard um, is really tight. Because now it's just hundreds of points for up and down for for, for where we are, right? It, it becomes difficult, and, and those those double point days become, become all that more all, important. Yes, the majors and the out of town events are huge to win. Like next weekend, we have um, next weekend we have an event at Cottonwood. The following weekend, we have another tour day, mm. uh, like in town tour day. We we have to decide where we're playing. I'm thinking maybe Cannot. Sure. Because sure, uh, we, we have cannot play Desert Bloom and Red Cliff. Correct. Uh, I think, and I think we're going to play Red Cliff tomorrow. Yes, we're going to go play Red Cliff tomorrow with uh, my buddy Kurt um, and uh, his buddy there, Tom. We played with them last, last uh, weekend. Last weekend. And they came down to Cottonwood, so they invited us out to uh, Red Cliff to play. So I thought 75 was my lowest round of the year. Yeah. But so I shot 74 when we played with them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you were lights out that day. You shot 74, and I think that day I shot 78 or 79. So, Again, we're, so we're, we're, we're going to get into that here in a little bit now. Um, so we're caught up on the tour. Yep. Um, you're leading right now in Chase for the Cup. Feels good uh, to be back on top. After yeah, a after a long time away. Because of all the last season, you were just trying to chase down, just trying to get to play after your injury. So That's right. Um, but now our games. So I'm, I'm about 25 rounds in this year. Yeah, and I've played 24. So and, I'm one um, I played most of my rounds at, I think, Medicine Hat was the first round I played away from Cottonwood. Okay. Um, but now I'm going back through my scorecard, and last half a dozen rounds have been 80 or below. At least. At least. I shot 188. That was on the morning. Oh, last, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, okay. Where I really wasn't there. And again, I, I struggled that morning. But then in the afternoon, we went back because we played 36 that day. So I had my worst round of the year in the morning. And my best round of the year in the afternoon at that 74. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But then I'm looking at my scorecards of where of the other ones. So it's 74, 75, 78, 79, 280s. Consistently in the 70s. Yeah, you're well, you're crushing it, man. You're you are consistently in the 70s. So I have one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. My last nine rounds at Cottonwood have been 80 or better. That's where games Two of them 80 on the button. Yeah, I have and, and, and the other seven below 80, which is unbelievable. So, trying to go back here. And I had two, and I had two previous rounds in the, in, well, one, two, three, four, and four rounds earlier in the season. So if I look back at last season, because I can do this on the, on the golf app. So if I look back at last year, So, going back to like our first season, 
and how we were, what our scores were when we were winning on in season number one. Um, let's see here. So, season number one, our first ever event. Yep. Um, Chris won with a plus 12. So that's not bad. He shot a 78. So he broke, he broke 80. Uh, day number two, I shot a plus 12. 78. So if you were in the 70s, you were guaranteed pretty much to win. Yeah, you basically got a guaranteed W last year, or the previous years in, in the 70s. Because that was year one, right? That was year one. That, yeah, that was yeah. our first two, yeah, first two if, events ever. If, if you were in the 70s in year one, you were guaranteed to win. So then, uh, plus 21, which was in 86. So I think most of our events, uh, plus 81. Plus 81? Or, sorry, 81. Plus um, 17. Or, plus, uh, plus 15. 15. That was me. Yeah. Um, so again, first first year, maybe a little bit of the second year, you had to be low 80s to have a chance of it. Mm -hmm. uh, this year we're seeing, because we have the core four, um, now it's... 80, low 80s isn't going to guarantee you a look in. You have to be in the high 70s or mid 70s. Like even today, like Clark didn't have a great day, but he still played bogey golf. Yep. And he was nowhere near it. Not even close, not even, not even in the same ball field. Like with us previously, we've had stay close because there's that hole where you can have a yep. three or four shot yep. swing. Yep. Somebody maxes on a par three, like you get a six, somebody pars, that's three strokes. None of that happened today because I didn't have a double bogey today. So no, you. The thing about our games is they're they're getting more consistent to the point now where we're very like especially out here on this course. We've played it enough times. We know exactly how to play every hole. Avoid the danger. We know exactly how to avoid the danger. We know what to do if we want to be aggressive. We know what to do if we don't want to be aggressive. We know where all the subtle breaks are. We know what a putt looks like. Even if it doesn't look like it's going to break this way, we know it's going to break this way. We have a very good understanding of how to play this uh, this course. And I was talking to someone yesterday about this, where, you know, these guys come from different courses around town. Again, we'll say the par 72 courses that come in this par 66 and well, should be able to annihilate this. Yes, and, and, and they struggle. Because they play aggressive. Yeah, and if you're aggressive and you're not accurate, you're, you're going to lose a ton of balls, and you're, you're going to have a very high score. Yeah, you're just going to be out of shape on every hole. I mean, it's it, just because it's a par 66, um, still play fairway to green. I mean, if you play fairway to green, you can get around that course pretty decently, like we're doing right now. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, it, as long as you give yourself a chance, yeah. right? Like if, if you take yourself out of it and you're hitting three every, every time off the tee, you're you know, 150, 160 yards out because you hit a ball OB or, or yep. whatever. It's, you know, it makes it tough, tough to get away with that par or bogey. I'm so happy with my game right now. Uh, this was a good start to getting off Cottonwood to go play Madison Hat. Yep. Um, and shoot uh, a 93, right? I wasn't really in danger of getting over 100. I'm going to Redcliffe tomorrow. Yep. Uh, this, so this is where, I'll speak for myself, this is where my game is. Um, I want to take my my Cottonwood game and take it to other par 72 courses because I'm playing really well there. I want to take it and I want to see how it plays on these other courses. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I've played a few other big courses this year. Like, I played Heritage Point in Calgary. Um, I didn't play well that day. I, like, I had a touch of heat stroke. It just wasn't my day. I still broke 100 by one, but it wasn't a great day. Uh, I played Serenity outside of Calgary a few weekends ago. Again, didn't play great. I think I shot a 90, 91 or 92. Again, I know I'm, I, I can shoot better than that. Um, off the tee box, I was fine, but my, I found my approach shots that day were just not there. And for me, when I'm dialed in, it's, if I'm hitting green, because I typically, like all, usually two putt, um, it's been a few days since I've had a three putt. I don't think I had a <laughs> single one today. Um, that's part of the game that I really need to work on. I'm hitting greens. Well, I'm like 50% if I hit a green on three putt. Yeah, well, and, and that's where you you can eliminate, can strokes, eliminate right? strokes, right? For me, if I if I if I hit a green, it's almost it's like a ninety five percent chance it's going to be a par at, at minimum. Well, two putts. Yeah, and if you hit a green, it's it's, it's, and, it's it, and especially if you're like twenty feet or closer, yeah, it's two putts. I, I don't see you three putt often, anyways. Um, but I'm still trying to find my par. I really like the par I have now. The Odyssey Lake. Well, even today, like you left yourself, your your chips were good, but you did leave yourself some testers out there, so, so some eight nine footers on on the on occasion, and you drained them. Yep. You yep. stepped up with confidence and and you just put it in the hole, right? Like there were a couple knee knockers out there that you had to make. Yep. Uh, for me, it's it's the it's the you know the lag putting from 40, 45. Right. That, that's, that's really where I don't, I'm not confident enough to get it tight. Yeah. Right. I'm, and just going to miss floats. That's the mentality you have to have, right? Like, it's, and I'm, and I'm, I'm probably doing... not going to, chances are I'm probably not making this putt. Yeah. If I can just miss close and give myself a really good so chance. That's right? a work in progress, but man, it's so, it's so yeah. much fun to just go out and just like, um, we played yesterday and I lost the ball on number. Number seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. It just went out and left. It wasn't a bad shot, but but again, there's no there's no bailout area left on that part three. No, that's um, right down by. I the was tree. right down the, the left hand tree line, and just obviously you get a bad hop and goes It's the first ball I've lost. I played medicine hat with the same ball. With the same ball. Yeah, yeah, and up until I played medicine hat with the same ball up until hole seventeen, yep. where I put that one in the first one's backyard. Which for us in in the past. We lose three, four, five balls, you bet. right? You bet. And and so talking about our games, like I still had a penalty stroke today and shot a seventy six. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still waiting for that round where I lay it down with absolutely no errors yep. and see what I do. I didn't take a drop today. No, and, and you're usually good about taking not right. taking drops. So I did a tweak to the grip. Yeah, I did a tweak to my grip. Um, and it just so happens I saw a video of an overhead of. Of Ben Holden, grip the club, and I and I just I just did that with my with my low hand to get it over the top, and I don't think I've sliced the ball since. Like I may be lined up wrong to take the ball off to the left to take the ball. I haven't duck hooked anything, and I haven't shanked or sliced anything. Everything is in play. Yep, and that's starting to really propel my game forward. As a hack, I'm not hacking as much anymore. No, um, no, you're there. The, the amount of four shots that we make in a round, 
are very few and far between from when we first started. Yeah, so, and again, we're talking about how, where our games have come in, like, this is our third full season playing full-time hobby ball. Um, I hit the green on number six. Yes. That's a, that's a tough one to that's drive. That's a tough one to drive. And we start, we're starting a video uh, uh, during our practice rounds. We're starting a video. Uh, let you guys, let you guys see us. Trying see to how it's trying, trying to get to that. Uh, see, see us get to that green. We've got a couple of videos up on our socials. of You've hit the green once this year. Yep. Uh, you had an eagle opportunity. You did it first. I did it first. Yeah. But I three putted for par because again I hit a green and it's three putts. That's just so we both have the ability. You've always had the ability to get there. Um, but that, now that's but a now, tough hole. This is this is where this is where my game has changed. I can go for that green every time. Every time. Yep. So I hit my driver a lot better and my driver a lot farther. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a lot more confidence in getting up to that hole. And going for well yeah because i mean we're not scared about missing low on oh, the low side because we have the shots now because for those of you guys that don't know so it's it's a it's got a fairway that runs up and then the dog legs right and then the green slopes back towards the shed and, and, and the whole hill goes straight yeah, down everything except the fairway is bottom level where, yeah. like where you tee up mm -hmm. so the, so the only thing that rises is the fairway goes up to the right? green. To the yeah. green. Yeah. And then you have the, the Quonset for the, for the shack, for the golf club, and the green is behind that. And on the tee box, there's a tree line that runs up the right that actually blocks out the green from actually like going at it. Yeah, in theory, Espe in theory you shouldn't be able to go directly at it. You, gen you generally have to go up and around and you, hook the ball. You have, to, you have to fade it in there, not slice it, because if you slice it, you're not getting it up there. That's right. You have to get it out far enough and let it fade to the to the runway into the green. You basically have to hit it perfect, and, and I mean, th there is an element of luck to getting it up you there bet. for sure. You like you, you hit one up. You've hit a couple up there that we the one that we thought was up there we couldn't find. Yeah, I lost. Actually, I've lost three balls this year, and I think sixteen rounds out there or something that I hit really well. They landed on the upper tier, but they were nowhere to be found. But, but because of where the tee box is, you, you can't, can't really see how the ball finishes. That's right. So you could hit a railway tie at like going up the path. You could hit the path itself. It's a, it's a and, huge and risk reward. It is a risk reward hole. But that, so like like today, um, we both. I didn't really attack it. Um, well, it's cold. It's tough to get. Yeah, up it's there tough today. to get up there today. So uh, I, I was trying to. Put it out there to get it up to the long way, but I kind of hit it straight and I put it right up to the corner. So I was on it fairly, so I'll take that. Yeah, and I just I ended up on the side of the hill not far away and ended up any two putting for far. Or but one I'm, putting but I'm going for it now. Yes. I've got a driver that I have confidence in, too. I made Aaron 9 driver. Yep. Um, I put the other arrow burner in the bag. Uh, I like this driver a lot. And I mean, I'm hitting fairways, I'm getting good distance out of it. And I can go for that green. So that's, and again, these little things that we recognize is where our game is just going forward. Yeah. Right? Um, it's awesome. The driver, when we, when we, met, when we met to Medicine Hat, sorry. Um, I mean, I hit the first fairway, hit the second fairway, hit the third fairway, right? Um, yeah, I hit the first three fairways. Right? I mean, for me, that's huge. Well, and I was either on the fairway or just off. 
typically in the past when I've played there, I've had to play out of the trees a little bit. I hit bit. six of the first seven fairways at Madison Hat. Yeah, well, we play fairways, Mark. That's not necessarily surprising. I don't know. At Madison Hat, it is because it gets in the head a little bit. On the back, not so, not so much. Uh, two, um, two a set. So, even that. I'm interested to see how Clark Group spawns uh, with two consecutive third place finishes. Yep. It's been a long time since he's done um, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm disappointed, um, but, you know, he, work, he works just like us. Yeah. He yeah. works a lot on his game. Like he gets a lot of balls on the range, he works on his putting on the green. Um, so, and I mean, when. But I don't. Today, today may have. What did I say? Today may have not been a great outcome, but Madison had really. He was there right until the end, but at the end he faded a little bit. Well, he well, took a double, or he took a he took a quad on eighteen. Yeah, he was he was leading us at the turn, That's true. and then he just kind of fell apart down the back stretch, right? So we've seen some change, we've seen some cracks in the armor, and then uh, like today, I mean, it wasn't a great round for him, but it's funny because our great rounds now, like if it's not a great round for us, it's right around bogey ball. Like that's a bad round for us now out of Cottonwood. Oh yeah. Man. The worst runs I've hit in the last little while, other than that one eighty-eight round, again, those are going to be yeah. You'll have once in a while, right? In. You know, eighties and below. Yeah, right. So we we've gone for a couple of casual runs after work, yeah. after work, and 78, 79. Yeah, we're not even thinking about it. Like it's we just, get it up to the end, we're like, oh shit, nice, good round. You make you make you make you make the turn at the first nine, and it's and you're at thirty-eight. Well, I mean, I I went out there the other day. Um, it was off work because I was dealing with some stuff, and I happened to go out with my mom's boyfriend. And we started on the back. I was plus 11 through 9, and I was just about ready to go home because <laughs> it was not a good day. I'd lost like, I think I'd lost three balls already, three balls, taking four drops or something stupid. I was plus 11. So then I get on the front and I go par, 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 birdie, birdie. And I'm sitting at two under through six. And I'm like, okay. So then seven, I par. And I'm like, okay. Eight, I get up there. I hit a beautiful tee shot up the fairway with a nice little draw with my five hybrid. Chunk my approach shot, as, as one does. And, and then I, I ended up bogeying. So I'm like, okay, I'm still one under going to nine. Okay. So then I chunk my tee shot. Chip up, make two putts for a bogey, finish the front, which we played at the back that day, at even par, and I finished my round at 77, a plus <laughs> 11, after making the turn at plus 11. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, it's funny how our game just does that. Yeah. I mean, again, we were playing a lot of golf. And I mean, we played 90 holes last weekend, and... 48 hours. Yeah, we played Friday after work. Um, Sat Saturday morning, we went out to Medicine Hat. That was our Medicine Hat round. Then uh, we went back to Cottonwood Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it was our Saturday evening. Saturday, Saturday evening, evening, we went to Cottonwood. Sunday, Sunday morning, bright and early at 7.50, yeah. we went out, we did a round. And that was my poor round of the year. Yeah, and then we, and then then we went back. Curtis <laughs> so we and played, Tom joined us in the afternoon. Yeah, so we played five rounds in, in, in less than 48 hours. In less than 48 hours. hours. Um, again, that's something I've never done. Well, that was, it was wild because if you look at the scores, I mean, outside of your 88, all great rounds. Yep. Right? And, and I mean, I look at my scores on that weekend and I'm like, these are really good rounds considering how much golf we played. 
And not only that, like I hit, I probably hit two to three hundred balls on the range in between those rounds. It's true. It's true. So, so. so it's wild. But I mean, the I've made a couple tweaks in my game. Like uh, I figured out that I was standing too close to the ball on my irons and some of my, some of my uh, woods, which is creating. More enhancing, yes. enhancing my slice, right? Enhancing that, um, and taking it from a fade to to a slice. So once I realized that, and realized how far I had to stand away, all of a sudden I'm hitting a lot straighter balls. I have a lot more better control with my wedges, with my with my woods, with my driver, which I don't typically hit my yep. driver. But if I can hit my driver now and I can hit it accurate, it just allows me to get you know instead of an eight iron in my hand, well now I got a pitching one. And it's like, okay, it's just yeah. a little bit more accurate with that pitching wedge versus that eight iron, right? So it, it just, it allows our games to get that much, that much better, I guess. It allows us to be just that much more accurate. I used to be so scared to take in my driver out because I'm like, I'm going to slice this crap. Out of <laughs> and now I'm like, no, I got this. Let's yeah. hit it. Yeah, and that's where we're seeing the improvements there. And we're literally seeing little incremental steps of, of our game getting better. Well, it's, it's crazy. And we don't take it. any lessons. No, all, I, we do, all we do is hit balls. Well, we hit balls. We watch some YouTube. I mean, for someone like me who golfs cross-handed, it's it's hard for me to even look at, like, things on YouTube or, or like, lessons. And, and I'm like, well, you should do this. And I'm like, well, how do I how do I make that a, work for me? With a reverse, right? reverse grip. Like, and they're talking about hand position. Yeah, like it, it doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. So I got to kind of go by feel for a lot of what I do. And I mean, there are some videos out there now, some cross-handed golfer stuff that I can kind of look at and be like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Um, and we were talking about the other day in the cart. As shitty as the Achilles tear was last year, I really think it might have been the best game that's ever, or the best thing that's ever happened to, uh, to me for my game because it allowed... Um, it allowed me to understand just how important the pace of your takeaway is to make sure that the club goes back the, the, in the correct yeah. orientation. There's right? a slot. There's a slot. You so if you and so my takeaway is much much slower now, and then I load and I don't I, I don't necessarily hit the ball as hard or as fast as I used to. Um, but it's a more consistent, it's a slow takeaway, consistent swing, yep. slow takeaway, consistent swing. Yep. And just finding that, that tempo has really helped my game. Well, it takes, it takes your, takes your, takes your spray from this into this. Correct. Right? And I think that's where my game is. Yes. hundred well, percent. You bring that, you bring that cone back into where it's. Well, I mean, Kurt, Kurt was even saying that the other day when he was out with us and he said, uh, he, he's like, you know, I was telling Tom, he, he, you have just such a nice and easy swing. It's nice back and nice through. And yep. it's like, you're just always straight out there. I'm yep. like, that's just how we play. That's yep. why we call him the fairway finder. Yep. And my, over the last little while, my approach shots have been getting better too. I'm hitting more greens and yeah, okay, I'm three points on them. But again, the next incremental step yep. is, is right. Yep. So if you're going fairway to green or fairway to close and you're chipping it close, right? All that comes into play just taking strokes away, right? So we talk about your short game. Your your chipping right now is extremely good. Like you are so close it's almost to worse. chipping out every time. It's all I well today. I mean I said to you after after when we made the tournament we were on the back and we were off of uh, number thirteen, I think. 
I was like, one of these got to drop. Yeah, because it went right by the hole. So I think I put three right over the hole, like right by the hole yeah. or over the hole. Yeah. Like, and you're chipping great. And you've always, like there for quite a long time, you struggled with putting until you found a putter that you like to look at. So now your putting is, your putting is getting better. But your chipping game is allowing you to get out of holes getting, so much better, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not going fairway to green, at least I know I'm putting myself into uh, our opportunity to go get worse. Yes. Yeah. At least if you can get on there and give yourself a chance at par, you have a really good opportunity to walk out with so, the bogey. It's so cool to go through around today. No double bogey. Yeah, that's that's right? pretty awesome. Just no double bogey. I was gonna. Yeah. I look at mine. I'm like, damn it, that triple on 14 <laughs> cost me stupid freaking mud pit. So much fun. Oh well. So cool. So cool to see the game. Our game's progressing. Well, and you know, I look at our league and the guys we play with and. I just want every, I want everybody to play well so that when somebody beats or like when one of us wins, you earned it. Yep. You played your butt off. Just everybody else play. is playing good. You got to play good to win, right? Yep. And that was exactly what it was today. Yep. After I hit my uh, my second shot on 17, I hit my eight iron and I put it on the green. I said to you, I was like, you're going to have to earn this one if yeah. you want it today. I you was bet. like, I ain't rolling over and dying. And you're going to have to earn like, this in one. The past, <laughs> in the past, when we've been in these positions, I crack. Yep. Right? I crack because, again, not that I can't handle the pressure, but I just think about the game a little bit too much. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's easy to let your mind wander yeah. when you have that opportunity. But I knew how well I was playing today, and I was like, yeah, well, you know what? I just got, I know what I got to do now on 18. And even when I made my tee shot and I put it in the bogey valley, I was like, can you just put a close two-putt bogey? If you, if, you can, if you can get on a two-putt bogey, he's got to birdie this to beat you. Or par to at least part, into overtime. And again, if it goes into to a, a playoff, playoff it's, a already, play, it's a coin flip anyways. I've already beaten you once in a playoff. So. Yeah, you beat me when I was in my boot in the playoff. Ah, so what? What happened again? <laughs> like a re, I like a rematch. I think I'm 3-1 and one in playoffs. And yeah, you're the only losses to this guy. Yeah. That's right. And I'm 1-0 and all in playoffs. Yeah. So and I'm 3-1. Three, three and one. <laughs> Um, I think we're going to do a par three challenge this year, kind of outside the tour. But I think yeah, we'll, get, a, we'll I, get some guys to go down to the par three and maybe, maybe I, do I a think, I think Mulligans and Hackers par three champ. I think that's a terrific idea. Yeah, I think so. Go, I think, go down to go down yeah, to paradise. I, I think I haven't played it since like opening weekend last year. I haven't played it forever. I know Clark was out there last weekend with his buddy, I think, um, and he said the greens were slow as always. Oh, they're, they're notoriously slow. Uh, but yeah, no, it'd be fun. It'd I just, think so. Just be fun. We'll have to find some little trophy or something yep. for for, for par, three par, par three championship. Yep. Something, some little gimmick we can do every year. Yep. We'll invite. We'll, again, we'll we'll put the invitation out to some more guys that, that probably are a little more comfortable at par three. Yeah, and see if we can get a couple of groups to go out and, and you know span the field. It'd be sweet. I think so. I think we need to do it. Yeah. I, I, again, I've always avoided the par three now that we play Cottonwood and we have memberships there, but. I think with where our games are now, we should we should we should test it. We should put it to the test to see if we can do it. See how see how well we play the part three. Well, and it's a different game, right? It's such a different animal. It's a different animal. It's there's some long part threes down there. Some really short part threes. Well, there's some part threes that you're like, how is this even a part three, really? And the back to back ones are just sweet. Uh, going up the hill. Come back down the hill and then across the creek to four, five, and six. That's the ones. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all long par threes. Yeah, four, five, and six are long. With and with 
I mean, you're going uphill. Oh yeah, and number four, number four, four is good. brutal because you go like this, and then the the, the green slopes back towards. Yes, that's a tough green. Hole. That's a, yeah. Then number five going down the hill, it all fades off the green. So you're either hitting the green or you're down off off the hill and you're chipping back up. That's right. And then the next one, you got to go across the creek, and the same thing. It goes up, and the green slopes right back towards you. Yep. Right? Yeah, so, that one's brutal. Like you're trying to putt. If you end up anywhere going across it to try and putt it, it's tough. But it, it'll be, that one's fun because you have to walk it. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, that'd be sweet. I mean, just a little. So somewhere, somewhere in the season here now when we have a little break or something, or maybe even after the season, we'll, we'll set up a party turn. I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be very, you know, guys would be pretty receptive about yeah. that. Um, maybe even. Now, I do believe Dave, in his, in his wisdom, has put it out there that we might even get some money in this yeah, I mean, why not a buck a hole, a guy or something? Uh, yeah, like that. That's what he said. He said twenty bucks like to get in and pay out a top three spots. I mean, let's put some skin in the game. Why right? not? And I mean, again, a lot of the guys would be more comfortable at par three than they would be at you know like a like Cottonwood or a bigger course, right? Well, I mean, if you go if you go twenty bucks a spot and you get you get five guys with a hundred bucks. I mean, I think we could probably get six or eight. Right. So, so I mean, 160 bucks, you go like 80, 80, 40, you know, I don't know, like 80. Third four, spot should get your money back. So 20 bucks for third. Yeah, 20 bucks for third. And then like 80, 50 or something yep. like that. Yep. Yeah, let's, let's do That'd it. That'd be good. I, I love it. I love the idea. Like I love the I really, idea. I really wanted to play the skins game between, like, in the middle of the, the core four. My, my, I want to play a skins game or even, like, a challenge. We we should almost have a match play event between uh, yeah. the, the, the core four, right? Like, you and I can't be on the same team, I don't think. No. Um, this, this is the thing, because, again, we really, we really narrowed down our field when it comes to the guys we want to play all the time. But it doesn't have to be event, but uh, I mean, it could be a fun, it could be a, like a fun little thing that we do, right? Like yeah, you, well, you can play rider, for money or something. A Ryder Cup style type of event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or I mean, what, yeah, like that's the dream, right? We get that enough, is the dream. We get enough guys out that at the end of the year, towards the end, um, you know, we name our captains, mm -hmm. um, the guy that's currently leading in the second place or whatever, yeah, something like and, and, and you get your picks. You, you pick, pick your, you pick your yeah. team. And then you play Ryder Cup style. Yeah, and so you play. So you play your event, and you got you got uh, four guys going out. One guy versus one guy. One guy versus one guy. And then whoever wins, and we play it over like a two day stretch. And it's um, one day. It's you know guy versus guy. Next play, day it's match play type next thing. day it's two versus two. And then that, but we could switch it up for nines. Right? So we yeah, you could even right? do that. Do nines as a match play. Do nines as like doubles. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like two, it in two days because then you would be able to do like four, four events. Four events. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So some things to to plan and look forward to. Yeah, but for now, I mean, we're just gonna prep and get ready for our next event, and you know, it, it's it, our season's well underway, and 
I mean, we were we were just talking about it today. We're we're fast or quickly approaching fifty career events for our season. Yeah, or we for our, about, uh, I'm not quite sure tour. what the number is, but we almost yeah, we're we're. I have to I have to look at it, but I feel like we're into the forty or uh, very close now. Yeah. It's it's probably going to happen in the next three or four. Fiftieth yeah, event. That's that's wild, right? Yeah, man. Well, again, we're in our third season doing this. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I mean, yeah. It, and a lot of the stuff and the cool people that we've met along the way, it's just, it, it's been, it's been fun. So cool. So cool. And the opportunities that come up, come with it and you know, the friendships that you make in this whole golf community is, yeah. is so cool. Yeah. And I'm looking, I mean, we we're only a, a month away here from the Canada day uh, yep. at, at Cottonwood. They'll be putting out information on that here soon. So we'll be doing that we'll, we'll be getting into that scramble. Uh, we always play in that one. Like we'll be doing the Halo one again. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be August 25th, so we'll have to get into that one as well, get the boys in there and do our thing and, you know, just do some fun stuff. Yeah, so. and, you know, other things that come up, some scrambles and tournaments, and, you know, we've been invited to a few places across Canada, but we're not in quite into that traveling thing yet, so we're still trying to stay close to home base. Yeah, eventually we'll get eventually there. Eventually we'll get there. We're just young pups, yeah. Yep, new to the, new to the field. So, anyways, let's wrap it up. Well, yeah, no, and so, that's that's been our season so far. So, I mean, keep keeping uh, keep in the loop on our socials at Mulligans and Hackers Golf uh, on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, We're on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, we are on Twitter. We're on that cesspool. And uh, check check everything out. Um, I mean, the next question is, can you win two in a row? Yep. I don't think so. Oh yeah, no, not a chance. If I can win in conditions like today, if next weekend's you know, oh, you're gonna sh- you're, you're probably gonna shoot like an 84 next weekend. No, not happening. No, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> so I mean, I I've I've made it now, so you got some work to do to try and catch me. So, hey, which is good. Now now we're in a spot where you gotta win to uh, you gotta win to move up in the standings. Yes, and and back to back seasons of second place finishes in the chase for the cup. You need a bridesmaid again. It's not sitting well with this guy, so. Uh, you want to finish third this year or you want to finish second? Oh, I'm going to finish first. You got a lot of work to do to finish first. Hey. You got to hope that I fall off the tree here. Yeah, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about me. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see what happens in a, in a few weeks here. All right. We'll check back with you guys in a couple weeks. And I mean, if you guys want to chit chat with us or you guys are interested at all in joining uh, in some special guest podcasts down the road, you know, reach out to us on Instagram or uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube or even Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, may your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. Later. later.